That is 10 years. That is Wasteland here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You've heard us talk about it. It is happening beginning tomorrow at the lounge at the end of the universe. It is called the Idaho Comedy Fest. And uh, one of the headliners for the festival over the next three days is a good friend of the show. And he is back in studio. His name is Craig Gass. Good morning, Craig. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for getting up early and coming in here and doing your due diligence. Always nice to see you because it's been forever since you've been in town. But we were talking about how... It's good to have you back, especially after now things are kind of opened up a little bit, right? Yeah, dude. Comedy took a hit. (laughs) Yeah. Everything took a hit. The last show I did was on uh, Saturday, March 14th. I did a show uh, in New York City uh, last year, and uh, I remember there was such a weird energy. The shows are usually sold out in New York, and uh, it was a third full. I remember a girl coughed, and everyone started staring at her like, what are you doing? You're going to kill us. And um, the last comedian that was on before me on stage, remember he ended his set, like nothing was working because of this weird energy in the crowd. People weren't sure if they should be out or not. And the last comedian that was on before me said, all right, I think I'm going to get out of here. I uh, I got another show I got to do here in November. And he just walked out. (laughs) And that that was the only thing that got the laugh. There you go. Yeah, but it's a trip because – this is a really ambitious festival, man. There's comedians flying in here from all over the country. And I just looked at the schedule, and there's like there's panels that they're doing on top of the showcases. There's indoor stages, outdoor stages. It's really crazy. And uh, my, uh, my biggest motivation for coming out here is that one of my friends lives here now. And yeah. I was like, I go, dude, we're going to hang out. And I, and I called him up, and then we started talking about uh, how I had to do press when I got out here. And he... I said, you should come with me. And then I texted you guys. I was like, you guys mind if I bring a friend of mine with me? He's a musician. He just he just moved out to Boise, if that's cool. And you guys were like, yeah, man, who is it? And I go, my friend Dave Buckner. You've played drums for Papa Roach. You're like, yeah, dude, bring him in. <laughs> and, you, yeah, Dave made it in this morning. Thank you for yeah, coming in, man. Your newest Boise resident. Yeah, what's up, guys? How's it going this morning? Very good. And it's good to see you in person. You know yeah. you were nice enough to be on Randy's podcast, and you joined us on Facebook Live when you first moved out here as well. But it's nice to see you in person. How you liking it so far? Dude, man, I just love it out here. Yeah. I love it, man. This is great. Idaho's great. But you know what? Like... Really, I'm just here to be Craig's hype man for today. <laughs> so like right. every, everything he says, everything, every cool thing, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's yeah. right, Craig. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how we we're gonna do this morning show, and uh, we had this idea that he was just gonna like wave a sweatshirt behind me. And I like he's, it. He's like that extra guy in the rap group who just yells Brooklyn for no reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's good at it. You're good at it. Dude, he's got the outfit for it. He does, the, man. The Obi Wan uh, smock or whatever. He, he yeah, looks I'm, like I'm wearing my homie Wan Kenobi outfit today. <laughs> yeah, you, we got to. You know what? You got to get a full length shot of this to post on the on your, uh, I, on your I, Instagram. I will. He's. Uh, it's crazy too because that is so kind of Dave to come along as a rock star who's like done really cool stuff all over the world because our lifestyles are so different. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't, it's just, it's just different. I talk about this all the time with musicians. Like, like girls don't like cute girls will always, always come up to comedians after the show and be like, Oh my God, I love you so much. And then they'll leave with Chris Brown and you'll be like, all right, <laughs> see you later. Goodbye. But That's cr- right, Craig. <laughs> but Craig, you, you more than a lot of comedians still have this connection to the world of rock, whether it's oh, Alice yeah. in Chains or, you know, you still do a lot of opening stuff. You still have a lot of friends in the business. And, and I guess how did that, that, that connection kind of start and last so long? Well, it started really with Metallica. Yeah. I mean, that was the first band I opened for. I told you that story, right? Yeah. yeah. About the, um, uh, Metallica was the first band 
band I, I ever opened for. Um, and then that led to gigs opening for System of a Down. Uh, uh, with uh, I did a tour with Allison Chains. And uh, and then over the last like year or two, I've been doing shows with the Struts and right. uh, Corey Taylor. Right? Is that right, hype man? That's right, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing shows with Corey Taylor and then the Struts. Yeah, dude, it's uh um, but um, this is very distracting. <laughs> yeah, the hype man suddenly is a bad idea. I'm waiting for him to hit me in the head, like, but also like you know, doing uh, impressions of my favorite musicians led to bizarre moments like doing an impression of Gene Simmons that bothered Gene Simmons so much that he got on a plane and flew to New York to confront me live on the air and then I've had this bizarro relationship with Kiss over the years because of it and um, uh, Gene is um, you know I mean now I, I get along with the guys from Kiss but it's the guys the, the Kiss fans that are that are mad at me which is a little unusual by the way that that Gene Simmons impression I don't know if I ever told you the guy who taught me how to do the Gene Simmons impression is a guy named John Bianelli. He works for Aerosmith. Okay. Okay. And I, we've known each other for over 25 years. And I remember early on him telling me, if you want to learn how to do a Gene Simmons impression, watch Benjamin Netanyahu. It's the same voice. Okay. It's, hi, this is Benjamin Netanyahu <laughs> from Kiss. It's the same voice. And John and I, being friends... When we talk to each other, whenever I call him, that's how we communicate with each other. He'll pick up the phone and he'll go, hello. Hi, John. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. And he'll go, what's up, Gene? Not much. Listen, I hope you don't mind, but Aerosmith's entire catalog is available for $49.95 at KISSonline.com. Oh, that's great. Well, 15 years ago, KISS and Aerosmith put a tour together and KISS, uh, John is working in the front office for Aerosmith. Uh, a phone call comes in, hey, John, it's for you. And he goes, go ahead, put it through. And he picks up the phone and he hears, hi, John, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. <laughs> and John goes, what's up, you fat Jew bastard? <laughs> and there's a long pause and he hears, I'm sorry. And he goes, Craig? <laughs> and he hears, no, it's not Craig Gass. This is Gene Simmons. From Kiss. Listen, I need to get a hold of Steven and Joe. I want to ask them a question. He went right to his question. Didn't even face him. By the way, I'm tripping out as I say that because Buckner and I have known each other for over 20 years. And I haven't seen him in possibly that long. Wow. And then we reconnected. We had a bunch of friends of ours were on a Zoom call. And he goes, hey, what's up, Gas? And I go, hey. And he goes, man, it's me, Dave Buckner. And I'm like... I know your name. And he goes, I'm the drummer from Papa Roach. And I go, oh, my God, dude. You lost so much weight, dude. He looks so different. How much weight did you lose? That's right, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> How much weight did you, you lose? Know, I actually, you know, when I um, when I got to my heaviest, I was around uh, like four, over 420 pounds. Wow. For real. And I'm not being, you know. You can smoke not, that. Yeah, that's not, exactly. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so I've dropped about uh, 220 pounds. Wow. The thing is, I was out of the spotlight by the time I topped out so like no one ever really saw me that big but you know the whole time I was in in the band um you know I was probably around 300 pounds something like that wow. yeah nice yeah, 300 more. dude I you uh, great yeah, good work. thank you you Thanks, know what guys. I rem you know what I remember uh hanging out with you is um and I brought this up the other day I remember hanging out with you on the uh Limp Biscuit Eminem uh Papa Roach tour and it was I think it was in Tampa Florida 
for some reason, Hulk Hogan was in your dressing room. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do, you know, I don't. Really? I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean... We've had some surreal moments, you know, Dude, in see, my this... career. I don't remember. I don't remember the Hulk. Dude, you know, I used to have the workout tapes. Oh sure, and, Hulk and Hogan. When I was a kid, Hulk that's Hogan. right, my little Hulksters. We're gonna do some. Yeah, and that came with like a weight set and a headband and a, and a ripped T-shirt. <laughs> Dude, yeah, all right. I was like, you know, that's awesome. Kid that, in the 80s. that is what I'm talking about. Comedians. And musicians have different lives, man. That was like a highlight of my life to be in Papa Roach's dressing room. I remember Eminem being in the dressing room, and I remember Hulk Hogan being in the dressing room. I think a few professional wrestlers were there because for some reason a bunch of them live in Tampa. Right, right. dude. We we have different lives, man. That, that's that's that, like you never have the kind of experiences that we have. Like my my favorite kind of stories, and there's gonna be a lot of these on some of the panels that they're doing at the Idaho Comedy Festival mm-hmm. this weekend. Is Listening to comedians share their bombing stories, like we've all had. Uh, Dane Cook probably has my favorite bombing story. He he worked at a club that we all used to be at in the village called Boston Comedy Club. He told me a story about how one night he performed in front of six people at one o'clock in the morning at the Boston Comedy Club. Six people at one o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday night. One of the six people had all of his groceries on the table with him because <laughs> there's a barker in front of the club that when you walk by, it's like, hey, comedy, come on in, comedy. Sure, and the yeah. guy was like, I, I got my groceries. He's like, come on, I'll help you out. Give me the groceries. <laughs> hey, no, I'll help you. No, just no, no cover. Just two drink minimum. And so the bouncer actually helps him bring in his groceries. Dane's standing on stage and he goes, are those groceries? And the guy goes, yeah, and I have ice cream and it's melting. <laughs> Like like that was Dane's fault, and Dane is bombing in front of six people. He's just eating it because it's, it's one thirty in the morning. Everybody's you know out of it. Energy. One of the six people who is hammered gets up and starts stumbling over to the restroom, closes the door, and starts violently vomiting in the bathroom, <laughs> to where the other five people are like, "What the hell? They can't." Listen to the comedy they're distracted by. <laughs> and then there's a long pause, and everybody hears. And the guy opens the door, and he comes back out, and he starts stumbling over to his seat. And Dane Cook's standing up there, and he goes, are you okay? Are you doing okay? You feeling all right? And the guy sits down and goes, oh, no, I just I had some bad comedy. And we're like, oh, 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 oh. And the guy with the groceries is throwing his groceries in the air. (laughs) That's right, Chris. (laughs) See, and guys like Dave don't have experiences like that. Do you? You know, but our lives are not that dissimilar because we have played in front of six people before. Yeah, like I remember like our first our first nationwide promotional tour, like it was just us in a van going out, like the label had thrown us out. Like we were nobody's like we were somebody on the West Coast. But we are just newly signed, and, you know, they're like, now, okay, and we're going to send you out across the country. And a few of the, quite a few of those shows, let me tell you. Early days of Papa Roach. Early days, dude. Sometimes it was just us, our crew, and, like, maybe two or three, four fans and the people that worked at, at the joint. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so, dude, it's not that different, dude. No. We've done it. But look at you both Although, now. Although... We didn't bomb. We rocked it. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. So I have, for the fences. Well, dude, you, I will say this. Whenever a comedian's bombing, you'll hear laughter in the back of the room. Those are always other comedians. <laughs> I did a show once in Oklahoma City where the guy who was opening for me, he's on stage, and he's clearly distracted by something going on on the left side of the stage. 
and he keeps looking over and then and then he finally stopped and said i'm sorry ma'am am i that ugly that you won't even look me in the face she won't even look me in the face like what are you blind or something <laughs> oh are you blind oh my god and then everyone just freezes. <laughs> right, right. And then the guy makes the biggest rookie mistake ever. He tries to pivot back into his stand-up, and he goes, so you guys uh, you guys ever go to Walmart? And we're like, who cares about Walmart? You just make fun of a blind woman. And he goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And no one's laughing except for me and two other comedians in the back of the room. Oh, it was glorious. Now, let me ask you this, Craig. Yes. Is it better to bomb in front of a, you know, a tiny crowd, like five, six people, or is it? Or is it worse? Isn't it worse to bomb in front of like a, a packed house? Oh, great question. I mean, come great on, man. Question, that's right? when and when I perform with guys like you. That's when I'm my most nervous. And that is why, by the way, uh, by the way, I, I got to mention the Idaho Comedy Fest. It's IdahoComedyFest.com. Perfect. That has a list of uh, the schedule just came out, and on top of all these comedy showcases, they have uh, panels. Um, uh, it's, it's 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 crazy. Again, it's a really ambitious comedy festival. There's comedians flying in from all over the country to do this this weekend, and it's it's all taking place at Lounge at the End of the Universe. Uh, but uh, when I my first comedy gig was opening uh, to open for a band, opening for Metallica in 2002, I remember uh, I wanted a gig. So I, I called Lars and, and said, uh, hey, I saw you guys are playing a, a one-off in New York. If you guys had any balls, you'd let a comedian open up for you. <laughs> and Lars has always been one of my biggest supporters, although he's also has a tremendous amount of insensitivity. You guys know that I'm mostly known as a voice guy. I've always been able to do any kind of voice that I hear. That's why I do voices on Family Guy, American Dad, and Disney. And it's because of how I grew up. My entire family is deaf. Uh, so I couldn't learn how to talk for my family. I learned how to talk by copying all the voices I heard on TV. And Lars introduced me to his band one night and said, dude, this guy, this guy does all kinds of great impressions and his whole family's retarded. I go, they're not retarded, they're deaf. He's like, deaf, retarded, whatever. His whole family's a bunch of retards. I'm like, dude, you're screwing my story up, man. This is You're really messing up my, my backstory here. But um, when I opened for Metallica, I, um, uh, Lars was on the radio at my station that I was working at, at K-Rock in, right. in New York. And he said, hey, by the way, one of your uh, friends is going to be opening for us tonight. Oh, comedian Craig Gass. And I called him and said, dude, don't tell people I'm opening up for him. And he goes, dude, why? And I said, because the crowd's going to hate me, dude. Like, if I'm, and I'm just thinking from the perspective, like, if I'm opening for Papa Roach, if I'm opening for, or if I'm going to see Papa Roach, or I'm going to see Metallica, I just want to see those bands. I don't want to see, like, I don't even care about an opening band, right? let alone a comedian. And Lars goes, dude, you're overthinking it. Just, dude, you're, I'll go out on stage and I'll say, hey, Metallica's about to come out and kick your ass. But before we do, I'm going to bring out a good friend of mine who's going to tell you some jokes. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> That's one of the worst things. Like, I'm going to bring out a friend who's, you're not even going to say I'm a, like, dude. And I said, just just give me the mic and let me walk out on stage. And that night, I started something that I've repeated over and over and over again in opening up for other bands, which is I walked out on stage and said, good evening, my name is Craig, and I am Metallica Soundman. The crowd was like, yeah. <laughs> I said, the band has some very important announcements. And everything I said was total BS, but really awesome. It was really cool stuff, but total BS. And... And every time, like I said, uh, you might have heard some rumors, and it's true. 
we are recording our first ever live album right here tonight. <sighs> so I need your attention. I need your attention. There's a proper way to yell on a live album. So we need to rehearse this. And they followed every stupid instruction I gave them. There's video of me doing that in an arena opening for Motley Crue on their uh, on their farewell tour. That is the most frightening position to be in is opening up for a band and by the way most of us comedians who do it me and jim florentine don jameson we all take an easy way out for me it's it's lying and saying that i work for the band uh jim florentine will bring out uh like jaeger girls and t-shirts and when the jokes aren't working he'll be like hey who wants a t-shirt and just start throwing <laughs> out t-shirts and you guys have done that too i mean you guys yeah we did the metallica thing for sure and we we it was it was stressful i mean listen when you're in front of that many people even though you've done like band intros before yeah it still is becoming super Me, super i'm just like i don't want to look dumb in front of metallica <laughs> there's a moment where the crowd is going to be like all right we get it. Yeah. Bring on the band. And you get, that's a frightening spot to be in. For sure. To do that and, and to be, uh, you know, and again, you walk out on stage and it dawns on you, Jesus, everybody here's on Coke. Like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Which is why I'm, I'm grateful that we're, the comedy festival is just, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's like all night, every night they're doing stuff. Um, Cypher Sounds is, is doing a kickoff party tomorrow night for the for the Comedy Fest. Uh, they gave me the uh, um, uh, they granted me the ability to be able to give away a pair of uh, VIP passes to uh, the Idaho Comedy Fest. But I don't know if we should just like should we have somebody call in and try to tell us a joke oh, and man. try to be funny? <laughs> we could do that, possibly, but I'll tell you what. you know, uh, We have Craig Gass in the studio with the Idaho Comedy Fest. We also have Dave Buckner from Papa Roach in studio with us as well. And on the phone with us is the man who helped put this all together, the Idaho Comedy Fest, Idaho Fest, uh, IdahoComedyFest.com. His name is Donnie Zoldan. How are you doing, Donnie? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I know that you know what's going on. It's a fairly big weekend for you, but I know you also wanted to make an announcement this morning. What was that, sir? Yeah, so I uh, would love to give one of your listeners two free VIP passes to Idaho Comedy Fest. We're really excited about it. Oh, Beautiful. Nice. So, uh, listen, we have Craig in studio, so we are going to have you guys tell a joke. So bring out your favorite joke. Give us a call, 208-287-1003. And uh, if Craig enjoys it, we'll give you a pair of VIP passes to the Idaho Comedy Fest that's happening. And, Dan, you're, you're, Donnie, you're flying in, and you're about to get uh, pretty busy, I imagine, right? Donnie, where are you? Yeah, I'm actually on my way to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what, in New York? In New York, heading to JFK Airport. All right, so I told tonight. Donnie... Uh, a week or two ago, I said, uh, yeah, I'll get out there and I'll, I'll do some press. Um, and I said, uh, a musician buddy of mine actually lives out in Boise. Uh, my friend Dave played drums for Papa Roach. And Donnie goes, dude, I met him once. And he wait, 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 wait. You can't say the story. <laughs> I'm not telling the story. That's why I'm saying, like, I was about to say, you told me the craziest story, Donnie. This is this is nuts, but Donnie, the guy who's running this festival, has an amazing story about Buckner in studio, the drummer, the the original drummer of Papa Roach. What was the story? All right, Dave, you hear me okay? I do. What's up, Donnie? How's it going, man? Hey, man. Nice to hear from you. Uh, so it was the year two thousand. Were you were you at the MTV Video Music Awards? 
I was. I believe I was. Yeah, we pl- we actually where, where played it that it? year. It was in New York City. Where? Do you remember? Uh, at um, it was at the um, oh the uh, where the Rockettes, the Radio, Radio City, City Music yep. Hall. Yep. There you go, Radio City Music Hall. Uh, do you remember what happened after the show, before the after party? I'm sure there was quite a few adult beverages being consumed, <laughs> but other than that, you, uh, I no help help me jog my memory, homie. Do you do you remember where the after party was? Uh, it was in Rockefeller Center, wasn't it? That's right, in Rockefeller Center. Do you remember? Did you go with your band? Do you remember how you got there? Um, you know, no, I don't. But we were all together at that point. Yeah, I think we were all us and our entourage or whatever, all our, all our, uh, you know, management, and whatnot. But I yeah, don't remember. Please. Did we walk there? I I walked you there. <laughs> you walked me there. <laughs> I walked you there. I was at the VMAs at Radio City Music Hall in 2000 in the elevator after the show. Door opens and I'm there with my buddies. And you're standing in the elevator with a bottle of vodka. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I, I'm I like, remember that bottle guys. of vodka. And I'm like, dude, like, you need help. And he's like, and you're like, yeah, like, my, my bandmates went to this after party. I don't know where it is. I can't find them. And I, me and my friends, walked you down the block to Rockefeller Center. And we helped reconnect you to your bandmates at the after party. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, by the way, when you say that Buckner... So random, right? When you said that uh, Buckner couldn't figure out how to get to the after party, for anyone who's from New York, uh, Radio City Music Hall is literally across the street from Rockefeller Center. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It was it's, a big night. It's literally across yeah. the street. It's 20, and, it's 20 feet away. Yeah, <laughs> and Donnie was your Sherpa. Dude, and, Don, Donnie, I owe you a life debt. <laughs> and Donnie also, like Donnie, you didn't have a pass to the after party, right? Nope. So, nope. and you and you got me and all my. You said actually, you said if you get me in, if you get me in to the after party and like reconnect me with my bandmates, I'll get you and your friends into the after party. And you and, and there we were. Like we were hanging out with like. Lee was like serving drinks behind the bar there, and Howard Stern was there, and Heidi Klum, and I was like, I was twenty years old, and it was it was like a really special experience for us. Dude, Dude changing that's lives, awesome man. Hey man, it was really cool. Like like twenty years old, you're never gonna forget something like that. Dude, so, appreciate you. You're really and cool. If, and if you're me, you're never gonna remember something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you I'm, know what? I'm hey, to remind you of it. Hey, let me just take a moment just to just to. Thank you, Donnie. Thank you for reconnecting me. Thank you for getting me to the party. And um, yeah, man, what crazy times. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's beautiful stuff, Donnie. And hey, man, Craig Gass was there with his whole retarded family. Dude, my family's not retarded. Dude, his family's retarded. It's like, no, it's not, man. Let's call in right now. Tell us a joke. How about this? If you tell us a joke that actually makes us laugh. We'll give you VIP passes. There you Does that go. sound fair? Sounds like a fair plan. Let me, let me just, I got to jump off in a second. Yeah. My, my fight's about to take off, but I want to give a special shout out to uh, Instant Imprints. Like, they've been working around the clock for us, uh, getting this merch out. Uh, t-shirts, hats, uh, sweatshirts, and, you know, we're, we're pretty last minute, so they've been working really all night for us. Uh, 
to make this event really special. Beautiful. Good work to Instant Imprints. Good work to IdahoComedyFest.com. Donnie, uh, thank you for calling in. Safe travels, sir. We'll see you in a few days and enjoy the uh, the airplanes. All right, my friend? Thanks. And Dave, if you need uh, any help getting to any after parties, I'll be there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes, please. Returning yeah. the favor, Donnie. Well Dude, done. Right well on, done. man. Thank you, Thank brother. you, buddy. Safe Thank travels. You. Donnie <laughs> from Idaho Comedy Fest and Stand Up New York as well, uh, doing this all together. And you can check out more information. Grab your tickets at IdahoComedyFest.com. Uh, we're going to get back in with Craig here in a second because we want to talk to him about when he is on. But we do have to take a real quick break, and we'll get those tickets out for yeah, somebody. Tell that Eddie Van Halen yes, story. Yes, I want to hear that for sure. Uh, living at, I lived at Eddie Van Halen's house uh, way back in 2004. Not as funny as it is interesting, but it's an interesting story. And uh, I just got a text saying the kickoff party is actually tonight for the Idaho Comedy Fest. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and again, all the info is at IdahoComedyFest.com. And uh, call in, make us laugh. We'll give you a pair of VIP passes. <laughs> A day to remember that is everything we need here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, we have got Craig Gass in studio with us, along with Dave Buckner from Papa Roach. Craig, of course, is in town for the Idaho Comedy Festival, yes. which is kicking off tomorrow night. Big kickoff party tonight, by the way, uh, down there at the lounge at the end of the universe. IdahoComedyFest.com is where you can get your tickets. Quick congratulations to Matt for winning the VIP tickets to the festival. We couldn't even air his joke on the air. That's how off it was, but it made us all laugh, and so therefore he he uh, fit the criteria and is going to get yeah, the, the FCC VIP pass. Went allowed. It, it was horrifying. It was. <laughs> but you know what? We all laughed. We did. I mean, it was after a couple phone calls of like dad jokes. Right. Like, right. Yeah. But so uh, it, was, it was good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Craig, before we went to break, you talked about how you wanted to share the Eddie Van Halen story. So I, I would love to hear it. It's a fantastic tale. Yeah. And just really quick, I asked you right as we were coming back from break, I said, uh, there's a hot box stage. That's a local company. Is it? Is it hot uh, box. Fox Farms is from Ontario, Oregon. Uh, not quite an Idaho company, but close enough that you can call it local, right, Jay? Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Right. Sixty miles away. So at the comedy festival, there's a stage. There's a stage called the Hot Box Stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're doing some panels. Okay. And I just wanted to clarify, Hot Box. That's a weed company. Yep. And the Hot Box Stage, hosted by a weed company, is hosting a panel called. Sober comedy on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. It's called irony, Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's also comedy. Right. Yeah, maybe sober. A panel about being sober in comedy is happening at the Hot Box Stage. Everyone there is relapsing on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. The Hot Box Stage. So is this company based out of Ontario? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You I've been? Already, I've got, no, I haven't been there, but I've I've gotten. I've, gotten the word about yes. Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Everyone likes to visit Ontario every now and then. You, you, yeah. you see a lot of Idaho plates yeah. in, in Ontario, Oregon. That's funny. So the Eddie Van Halen story was, uh, again, it's not as funny as it is interesting, but uh, back in, um, I think it was 2002, I was at a concert at the Universal Amphitheater, and oh my God, you know what? I just realized something. The guy who introduced me that, that this whole story starts with lives in Idaho. Um the guy, uh, do you know who Scott Uchida is? I shouldn't even say his name. <laughs> he, he actually hates being a part of this. That's right, Chris. But Scott Uchida, he lives in the, I, that's another rock guy. Like, Scott Uchida works for, like, all these major music companies and is a photographer. Okay. Like, 
Anyways, so uh, again, he hates having his name being associated with this, but it was him who I ran into backstage at a Scorpions docking concert at Universal Amphitheater and uh, in Los Angeles. And this guy is doing me such a solid. Uh, he's introducing me to all these cool people backstage. Like, I mean bring you around and he's like hey man do you know Craig Gass he's a comedian and he's introduced me like there's like rock stars I'm like hey man nice to meet you and I'm such a music nerd that just people whose faces I don't recognize but when he says their name and I'm like you were on the liner notes for the Ozzy Park at the Moon. Like, I know, like, I'm that much of a music nerd that I'm like, I know who you are. Yeah. You produce the blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and uh, at one point he goes, oh my God. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, dude, listen, I'm going to introduce you to this guy. Don't tell anybody, but this guy lives with one of the biggest rock stars on the planet, but don't tell him I told you that. And we walk over and he goes, Maddie. Hey, man, uh, I don't know if you're a, a stand-up comedy fan, if you listen to Howard Stern, or if you watch this TV show or that TV show. But this is my friend Craig Gass. He's a stand-up comedian. The guy turns around and goes, oh, my God. Dude, I am your biggest fan. I go, get out of here. Are you serious? And he goes, man, I've seen you at the House of Blues with Robert Schimmel and Richard Jenny. I, I waited in line to get uh, standby tickets for your show at the Roxy. And I was like, no way. Oh, my God. So we start talking. We exchange phone numbers. And I said, uh, you want to go bowling? And we made plans to go bowling the next week. And the night that we're planning on going bowling, I called him up and I said, hey, I just talked to the to the alley. Uh, the bowling alley has uh, league night, which ends at 9. Are you okay with meeting at 9 o'clock? And he goes, yes. Real quick, is it okay if I bring my friend Ed with me? And I said, yeah, I don't care. And he goes, okay, because uh, Ed's, uh, I've been telling Ed about you for a long time, and he, he's dying to meet you. And I go, all right, yeah, that's fine. He goes, all right, because he has a kid. His kid's 12. And I go, dude, it's bowling. <laughs> right. This guy showed up with Eddie Van Halen at the bowling alley. And come to find, like, I'm standing there, the door opens up, uh, and I go, oh my god, dude, three o'clock, tell me who that is, three o'clock, look at that. And everyone stands up, and this guy, Matt, he goes, Ed, <laughs> over here. And the guy walks over, smoking a cigarette, by the way, you're not sure. supposed to be smoking in the bowling alley, and he goes, hey, <sighs> which one of you guys is the comedian? And I go, that's me, and he goes, hey man, I'm Eddie Van Halen. And I go, yeah, 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 what's up? And he goes, he goes, my kid. Hey, Wolfie, come here. And come to find out this whole relationship is Maddie is Eddie Van Halen's assistant. Maddie lives in a guest house on the same property as Eddie Van Halen. Maddie also runs the 5150 Studios, which is also up the hill on right. the same property. And Maddie happens to be such a Howard Stern fan that uh, he gets up every morning at 5.30 in the morning so he can go up into the studio, turn on the radio, and listen to the show for all five hours. Okay. And when I started showing up on the show, Maddie starts telling uh, Ed, like, dude, there's a new guy on the Howard Stern show who does, like, an amazing Sam Kinison impression. And then, like, a week later, oh, my God, that same guy does a Tracy Morgan impression. And then a week later, oh, my God, that same guy does a Paul Stanley impression. And it goes on and on and on. So at the bowling alley, Eddie Van Halen's telling me my life story going, dude, I know everything about you. And I go, <laughs> I go yeah. And he, he retold me a story that I said on the air once. I said on the air that I've been broke my whole life. And all I've ever wanted, once I started making money, all I've ever wanted to own was an illegal cable box. That's all I've ever wanted. It's one of those <laughs> illegal cable boxes that unscrambles all the channels. Yeah. And at the bowling alley, Eddie goes, dude, I heard you broke your whole life. Is that true? And I go, yeah. And he goes, me too. I grew up in the ghetto. And I heard that uh, you always want a legal cable box. Is that true? And I go, I go, yeah, that is. And he goes, that's crazy. Because he looked both ways and he went, 
I got a legal cable box too. And I go, really? And Eddie Van Halen goes, yeah, the thing is, I'm rich, but don't want to pay for cable. And I was like, are you serious? And I have this, over the course of the next year and a half or so, I have this surreal relationship with these guys where I, I go to hang out at the 5150 Studios to hang out with Maddie. And then from time to time, Ed shows up. And then uh, I got in a really bad relationship with a girl that ended disastrously one night. And I called up Maddie and said, dude, you're not going to believe what I just saw, man. And he goes, hold on, hold on. And then Eddie got on the phone and he said, dude, I told you she was a whore. <laughs> and I go, yeah, man, I, but I don't know. And he goes, and you're living with her. Why are you living with this girl? And I said, she's the only person I know in this town besides you guys. And he said, dude, pack up your stuff. <sighs> Move in with me. And I said, is that okay? And he goes, yeah. He goes, the only thing is, don't tell anybody, but the band's getting back together, so it's going to be noisy at night. And I went, so the only thing I have to worry about is the fact that Van Halen is going to be playing in the next room. And he goes, well, I know you're working on your TV show. Because I was working on a brand new show at the time called Las Vegas on NBC. Right. Oh, yeah. And um, with Alec Baldwin and James Caan. So over the course from January to about May, April or May of 2004, I lived in the 5150 studios at Eddie Van Halen's property. And uh, a lot of surreal things happened there. But but one of the highlights is taking Maddie to a Metallica concert, because that's around the time that I'm getting to know Lars. Mm -hmm. And I brought Maddie to a Metallica concert, and uh, I met a girl. A really nice girl at the show who uh, we were texting each other all night, and then she called me at midnight after the show and said, hey, I just dropped off my friends. Where are you? And I said, um, I just got home. And she goes, do you want me to come over? And I was like, sure. The, oh, I don't I don't know. Let me let, uh, let me find out, and I'll, and I'll call you back. And she goes, oh, you have a girlfriend. And I said, no, no. I just I, – I, um, I live in a really unique situation, so uh, let me find out. And I found, I hung up the phone, found Ed, and I said, Ed, I don't, did, I don't know if Maddie told you, but I met a girl tonight, and uh, she just called me. She wants to come over. Is it okay to bring a girl? I'll keep her up at the studio. And he said, dude, get some ass. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> By the way, that wasn't the body part he said, but he said, get some. And I said, all right, cool. So I called her up, and I said, you got to meet me uh, down at the bottom of the hill, like at the bottom of Coldwater Canyon in Ventura. There's a there's a Ralph supermarket right there. Okay. And I said, you got to leave your car there, and then I'll, I'll drive you you up i can't have you bring your car up and she's like okay and she's asking me all the kinds of questions like why do you need permission and i go ah it's, i live in a unique situation i don't know how to say i live at eddie van halen's house i don't right. know how to just come right out and say it so i drive her up through the back entrance there, there's two entrances like one goes right in front of the mansion and then there's a back entrance <laughs> that goes up to the to the recording studio and then i open up the door of the recording studio i let her walk in she <laughs> this girl walks in looks around and goes wow <laughs> Is your friend like the biggest Van Halen fan on the planet or what? And I go, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then she starts realizing, how do you even get stuff like this? And I said, um, do you hear the noise in the next room? That's Van Halen. Um, <laughs> this is Eddie Van Halen's house, and he's just letting me crash here for a while until I get back on my feet. And she goes, okay. Yeah. All okay. Right. And to answer the next question, every guy asks, the answer is, Two minutes. Like, it was like less than two minutes at that point. And everything got crazy. But yeah, dude. I can imagine. I but can yeah. imagine. But yeah, musicians definitely have different lifestyles. Like, comedians are not that cool. That's why I really love the fact that this comedy festival that's going on here, uh, the, it's, uh, the Idaho Comedy Fest, is not just comedy shows 
and uh, all kinds of different types of like showcases and stuff, but that but that there's panels and like you know podcast and, row and all that stuff is going on. Do you guys well? have a great comedy scene here in Boise? Yeah. So I mean, I've I've done. I remember doing shows here years ago and used to have the funny mode out here when mm-hmm. I first met you guys. Yep. When yep. I used to do all kinds of cocaine. <laughs> That's right, Craig. Yeah, I did a dude. I did a lot of cocaine uh, back in the day, and uh, I have some vague memories of hanging out with some people. Locally, who who had it? Well, uh, the good news is now, yeah, now you can be on the sober stage on, yeah. on Saturday. That <laughs> yeah. is part of the fun. See? Yeah, dude, it's it's uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, entertainment out there, but uh, dude, I, what is this deal with this this contest you guys are doing? Buckner was just telling oh. me this story. By the way, we have Dave Buckner from Papa Roach <laughs> yes. here in the studio with us as well. Buckner, my hype man. So we were doing what? Who do you do for a while for aftershock tickets? Which I'm sure Dave, you could use the hookup. <laughs> but actually, I could. Yeah, nah, actually, you're if good. You guys got any? Uh, but, but uh, and you said you heard it and you wanted to do Dude, so yeah, I've been trying to call in because you know I'm driving around my car, you know, running errands, or whatever, and like you guys are doing this contest. Who do you do? Where you people call in and they do their celebrity impressions right. or whatever. I've been trying to call in, and like if I got on air, I'd be like, okay, okay, who do you do? And I'd be like. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's Dave. Dave Buckner. But it's, it's, I'm doing Dave Buckner. You know what I mean? <laughs> your newest, your newest Boise resident, Dave Buckner. Uh, yeah, dude. Stuff. That yeah. would have worked. That would have worked in the morning show for sure. Absolutely. Right. So, have people been calling in and doing impressions? Yeah, yeah. We uh, it, it's it, it, we just wrapped it up on Friday of last week. That was the last day. But yeah, we had we had three times a day people were calling in and impressioning it up. You'll appreciate this. So, so a guy had been trying his best to get in because he is one of the guys that kind of inspired the whole contest because he. Does is a great Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get out of here! And and he Get to the chopper. Yeah, he did. He did his Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then he broke in as he called in as Arnold, and then his "Who do you do?" was Sean Connery while Get he was Arnold here. Schwarzenegger. It was, it was pretty good, man. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes. see? Yeah. You got it. Wow. That's see, right, I, Craig. <laughs> Dude. I'll get soup. Like, whenever I get uh, auditions for Family Guy or American Dad or now Disney, I'll, I'll call my friends back in New York and I'll try out my voices on them and I'll say, hey, man, can you listen? And and uh, my friends will be really critical. And then I'll, I'll get super defensive and they'll say, that doesn't sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'll be like, Dude, it's... It's Arnold Schwarzenegger with COVID, man. <laughs> Open up your like, because I'll, you know, it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger after a bad car accident. <laughs> and I'll just say that so I can get away with. Because <laughs> those noises are like the point, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger with a bad, after a bad car accident. It's like I can't do a Mark Wahlberg impression, but I can do something I call out of breath Mark Wahlberg, which is just simply. <sighs> Guys, are you serious? <laughs> That's the whole impression. It's pretty spot on. It's yep. actually really, really good. Like, I did that. I did that. Uh, I tried doing that on stage a couple weeks ago, and I started doing my first shows. And a girl in the front row goes. What movie is that from? And I said every movie. That's like, that's like you've never seen a Mark Wahlberg. Like every Transformers movie is Mark Wahlberg just going. Is that your car parked outside? Because your car just turned into a giant robot, and we're all gonna die. Come on, feel it, feel it, feel the vibration. You're right. Yeah, You're that's right. It. That's yeah, it. That's him in every movie. That's it's right, Craig. Like, yeah. It's like Tracy Morgan in every every interview is. I'm gonna get you pregnant. That's crazy. You guys have had Tracy Morgan in here before, right? Well, no. Oh. Only as you, Craig. Really? Uh, yes, yes. Did I tell you my favorite Tracy Morgan story? 
There's a great one we can tell at the Comedy Fest this weekend, the Idaho Comedy Fest. Did I tell you about the story about the, the agent who got all upset and was trying to describe a party that I don't think so. This agent, I was opening for Dave Chappelle once at uh, Caroline's. This is in 2001. And uh, and this is like, he, he did like four Mondays in a row where he's rolling out clips of this new show. Hey man, I got a new show. It's called The Chappelle Show. <laughs> and I want you to see a clip that I just filmed. And then they'd roll these clips. This eight, I'm about to go on stage. This agent walks up to me, super nervous, and he goes, did you hear about that party last weekend? And I said, did I hear about what? And he goes, you hear about that party this weekend? And I go, no, what party? And he goes, Tracy Morgan had a party that turned into an orgy. I'm like, what? And he goes, turned into an orgy. We're standing around with our suits on, and there's naked people. <laughs> doing it. He did this with his fingers. I remember I looked at him and I go, like this with your fingers? Like, because that looks like a <laughs> two helmets crashing into each other. And he goes, okay, like this, like this. And he, did, and he and then he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, Tracy Morgan comes around the corner, takes off all his clothes, starts having sex with people. Like, what? When was this? And he said, last Saturday night. Right at that moment, Tracy Morgan walks around the corner. I haven't seen Tracy in probably a year at this point. And I went, Tracy! I heard your party was messed up, man. And Tracy rolled up and just eyeballed me. And then he just finally said, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, Craig. You know what's crazy about it? When you get off on my floor, you don't even hear nothing. You don't hear nothing at all. Then you start walking towards my apartment, but you still don't hear nothing. Then you knock on my door, but you still don't hear nothing, right? And when I open the door, this buttholes and toes everywhere. And I went, what? <laughs> And just because I never heard that phrase before, I said, did you just say buttholes and toes? And Tracy said, yeah, before he added, some of them toes were in the buttholes. And he walked out of the room. And I was like, that's the most magical thing I've ever heard. It is wonderful. By the way, I just got a, uh, a text message. I don't know what this means. Breaking, fest breaking Idaho Comedy Festival news. Starting right now. There are 30 free passes available on IdahoComedyFest.com for workers in downtown as a way to keep their heads up after taking a big hit from the shutdown. They are for uh, tomorrow's show, uh, then tomorrow, same thing for Friday. I guess you got to go to Idaho. They can get a max of two tickets. Just go to the website. Enter the code downtown at checkout. IdahoComedyFest.com. Enter the code downtown. Um, from the Idaho Comedy Fest. We appreciate everything you guys do. All right. Well, there you cool. go. I guess go to IdahoComedyFest.com. Uh, there is a code downtown, and you can get uh, a pair of passes. So Check it out. I still yourself. love the idea. I want to talk to whoever's idea it was to have a sober comedy panel <laughs> on the hot box stage. On the weed stage. On the yeah. weed stage, dude. On the <laughs> hot box. Talk bug. to Donnie. <laughs> Now that's comedy. There you go. That's See? Why. Now you get it. That's comedy. IdahoComedyFest.com is where you can grab your tickets. Uh, Craig, are you doing all three days or are you doing just a couple yes. days? Okay. Not only am I doing all three days, I'm doing multiple sets. So when you get a pass, you can buy a daily pass to the comedy festival. So you get in and it's just like you can go to all. There's four stages and you can. And by the way, one of them is a uh, is a clean stage. Like total 
G-rated. Okay, like clean comedy. Stage. Clean comedy. Dad jokes. The dad, dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. we can add a couple people. I'm gonna tell the dad joke and the cleanest version of the winner joke that I can. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Good can. luck. It, it involved a, a priest and some kids in acne, <laughs> and yeah, it was it was crazy. But uh, uh, but yeah, there's a clean stage. So I am doing uh, multiple sets. I think I'm doing three or four sets a night. Um, uh, f- at the at the comedy fest, and it it starts like like on the on Saturday. I think it starts like in the morning, mm-hmm. like eleven o'clock, and just goes all day. All day, yeah. And then I'm also hosting a panel about doing voiceover work. Okay. Um, and I believe that's on Saturday. The whole f- the schedule is at IdahoComedyFest.com, but. Um, um, yeah, I'm stoked that they're doing this. It's going to be great, man. There are three-day passes. There are VIP passes on sale at IdahoComedyFest.com. There are day passes on sale at IdahoComedyFest.com. It officially starts tomorrow. Tonight, there's a kickoff party all happening at the lounge at the end of the universe. So check it out for yourself. Uh, Craig, along with 60 other comedians from all Jesus. over the country coming in to be a part of this. Uh, Dave, always good seeing you, dude. Thank Dave you for getting here and being a part of the Bob fun. Roach right on, guys, we man. Appreciate like it. I said, I'm just here to support Craig. We're hanging out all week. We're throwing the football around the backyard. That's right, man. Nice. Hey, you're supposed to, you're supposed to help me uh, do like put some lights up on the shed. I'm like, dude, Craig, be ready because you got to do some yard work when you come to the work. house. Yeah, yeah, dude. I got, he... more, I got more yard than I know what to do with out here, dude. I'm from <laughs> California. This is not what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah you I, can water I, it. When I went when I went to Buckner's house, like Buckner's been so proud to be the newest Boise resident out here. And uh, when I when I came to to his house the first day, I said, "Man, like, oh, this is amazing." He goes, "Yeah, I got a lot of work to do around here, but yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's great space, isn't it?" In fact, you know what? You should probably help me out, man. I'm gonna get some stuff together. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh man, that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm on the hot box stage, man. I got I got I got that festival's taking up a lot of my time, man. Idaho Comedy Fest is 24 seven, dude. I gotta." I got a yeah. I got to hotbox some people. Putting you to uh, work. I love it. Yeah, dude. I love it. Uh, Dave, open invite whenever, dude. Yeah. You're one of the you're one of the family now. So come on in whenever you want to chat it up. All right. Oh man, thanks guys. Of Absolutely. Of course. You're a resident yeah. rock drummer. And by the way, if there is a school of rock out here, uh, you really should have Dave Buckner uh, be a part of it. Uh, I think that uh, you probably have a lot of kids who listen to Papa Roach. At that school, is yeah. there a school? Am I, am I Boise Rock School is in and around town, and you want to get your kid in that, right? That's the deal. Yeah, I'm actually. I got in contact. Well, I sent them an email. I signed up on the mailing list. To, yeah, uh, trying to get my boy in the rock and roll summer camp because he was doing School of Rock in California yeah. before we moved, and he's a singer. Okay. Yeah. So dad's a drummer, but uh, the kid, you know, the kid's got some pipes. Well, so uh, future band. Down yeah, the road. man, trying to get him enrolled in the uh, summer program over there. Okay. Well, Boise hey, Rock School, get off your duffs. Yeah, and uh, Tracy Morgan wanted to add a plug. That's okay. <laughs> yes, please. Go ahead. Hey, everybody, this weekend you come out to the Idaho Comedy Fest, I'm going to be filming a porno in the parking lot. I'll be on the hot box stage, and we still got space on the buttholes and toes stage. Come out to the buttholes and toes stage. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. It all kicks off tomorrow. Idaho Comedy no, Fest. No, kicks off tonight. Well, the, the kickoff party's tonight. The kickoff party's tonight. Starts officially. We know tomorrow. about it. You didn't even know the kickoff was tonight. I'm get, I know. I, I at the beginning of the interview. Do I your said sets to my- and be quiet, Craig. <laughs> Comedy Fest is making me horny. This is crazy. Before we leave, can I give can I give my best attempt at a joke? Yes. Yes. Oh, let's do it. Is it clean? Okay. Can we okay. say it on the radio? Drummer, it's totally clean. Okay, totally drum clean. Drummer extraordinaire. All right. Dave here we go. There. I'm gonna give my go. best shot. Ready? Yes. You guys hear about the magician in Mexico? No. No? No. So he goes on stage, right? 
and he counts, uno, dos, <laughs> then he disappeared without a trace. <laughs> <laughs> That might have won the that, VIP. That, that, yeah, that, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, dude, Tony had to hook you up. The delivery was on point. You were selling it. I, I like the outfit. It's all part of the whole thing, man. You it's know what? Win. And Donnie did tell me, the guy who's running the comedy festival this weekend, he said, make sure Dave knows he's got VIP passes this weekend. So oh, word? If yeah. You, if, so if you got a VIP oh, pass for the comedy fest, you're hanging out with Dave Buckner. Wait, he weekend. didn't say that? Because I, I couldn't hear the telephone call. Yeah. No, no, he did no. not say that. He did no. not say that. But they're Dave, hooking me up? They're hooking you up. Dude! Enjoy. Donnie, if you're out there somewhere, I don't know. I'll see you. I'll see you this weekend. Thank you. That's awesome. Beautiful. How, how funny would it be if, if Donnie still sneaks you into places this weekend like <laughs> right? he did with the at the MTV Did I video. ruin something just no. now? No, no, no. Okay. No, you're no, good. No, no, no. Oh, no. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Craig, we love you. Anytime you want to come on, it's always good to hear you. Dave, thanks again for coming in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. IdahoComedyFest.com is where I'm you grab those them. tickets. See ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>